Why, hello, everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk Truth. My name is Katrina, and I'm here today with my whimsical co-host, Desiree. <laughs> that's, that's a new one. Whimsical. Hello. That's a good word. <laughs> that's a good word. Is that the one that you were thinking about last week? I think so. You were like, oh, there so. was one I was thinking about. Oh, what'd you say? I don't know. You just said it was kind of fancy. Yeah, I think whimsical was it. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I found it in my brain when we got there. Anyway, are you ready to talk some truth? Let's talk some truth. Episode eight, identity. Who are you? I had a little sass to it. Who are you? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Who are you, Desiree? Uh, well, for the longest time, I didn't know. Yeah. Well, but, deep. But okay. We'll, but we'll, we'll get into that we'll later into in that. the episode. Point, point number one, right off the bat. Bam. What is identity? Did I get a... Let's see, did I get Did a- you dictionary.com it? I did. Yeah. This one actually is from dictionary.com. I feel like we always start out with like, let's look at the meaning of what we're oh, talking for about. for sure. Which yeah. is true. That's a good yeah. starting point yeah. in like everything. But I feel like I'm doing so good at keeping myself from coughing on these podcasts right now too. I'm so proud from of myself. From coughing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you haven't. We spoke it in existence in Jesus' name. Yeah. You wouldn't be coughing tonight. I'm so proud of myself. She's been fighting a cough all day for oh those my gosh. of you who don't know. It's awful. So. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you don't know because she hasn't been coughing. Yeah. Bam. Um, words power. I was, I was worried that I would cough Use on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so on what I found on dictionary.com, which if you went to dictionary.com, you probably got the same thing. Maybe. Let's see. But I got uh, identity is the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. Yeah. Is that exactly yeah. what you had? <laughs> and then I have um, a semicolon. And I don't know if this has continued on to it or if I added it. Said it is who you are. I may have added that. You may have added that. That may have been a dictionary.com plus (laughs) Katrina Katrina edition. (laughs) I do that sometimes. Katrina dictionary.com. Katrina dictionary.com. That would be a fun thing to make, you know? Yeah, you already have me designing notebooks. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) And I might get carried away with the designing stuff if you're going to have me make a marketplace. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Okay, so back to this whole identity. The fact of being who... Or what a person or thing is. I thought, I'm like, you know, that does define identity like super well. And then the other point I put in this whole what is identity is, I put the words big search. I feel like so many people, this is like one of the biggest things, especially in our culture today, Mm -hmm. is there's just this mad rush, this big search to find your identity. Who am I? Am I this? Am I that? What is my purpose? Why am I here on this earth? What am I supposed to be doing? Who am I? And I feel like that is something that is given so many false answers that people try to fill that with, I am this, I am that. And it's not correct it's not what should be filled there and because of that it comes up short Mm -hmm. and and you always feel like you're searching and you're always searching and then there's even like this big rush like I don't know if you felt this at all but like finding out in college finding yourself this whole oh Oh, yeah because you have to find yourself because you you have to first not only do you gotta like pick a major so you can pick your career but then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the time where you find yourself. Journey of self-discovery. Yeah. And it's like, mm, no. Like, ultimately, like, that's what people are doing. And they're searching yeah. for their identity mm-hmm. when they're doing this whole self-discovery thing. And what they find isn't necessarily their, their identity, but they make it their identity. Mm-hmm. And because of that, their life is 
just not as nice and glamorous as they want it to be yep. like it's not what truly their heart desires They're like still truly, missing a puzzle piece yes it's, it's missing the puzzle piece no matter even if you feel like you've made it and you've discovered yourself you've claimed i am this or i am that mm-hmm. it's ultimately will come up short if it's anything less than i am a daughter or son of god yeah like like any anything else so Moving right into point number two is identity versus identifying with something. So I think this is like a big thing, especially when we're talking about identity and this whole discovering who I am, that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like we identify in our occupation or in our personality traits. Like how Mm -hmm. often if I ask you, who are you or something, people right immediately start off, well... I'm a, I'm a mom Uh or I'm a nurse or I'm a whatever insert occupation here. And we identify so much with our occupation, Mm -hmm. you know, and even with like personality traits, like, oh, I'm an extrovert. I'm an introvert. I am this, I am that. And you claim this as you kind of speak this as like, oh, this is what I am. Mm -hmm. When in reality, it's, it's not your whole identity. Like, you do this thing, but that doesn't mean that's who you are. There's it's a, a piece difference of you. Yes. There's a difference of who you are versus what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, what you do doesn't define who you are. Like you can be in like, if that was the case, then like, wouldn't like logically, if who you were was determined by what you do in that case, wouldn't everybody who has the same occupation be the same? Right. Like, if that was what we're holding on to here, then wouldn't it be like, oh, every teacher would be like the same person? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Food for thought. I just came up. I just thought about that. Like, <laughs> Hey, those are the best kind of thoughts. You know, like, like if we're identifying and saying I am this and somebody else is saying I am this, doesn't that kind of make them like the same? I don't know. Good thought. I don't know. A little, little <laughs> in the rabbit hole here, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, I also feel like we talk about, I identify as in terms of gender roles as well. That's a huge one in our culture today Uh, is talking about how you identify sexually and how now there's options of male, female, other, or I'd prefer not to say. And, um, I just think it's a big hot topic in our culture right now is the, these just identifying in certain things. And I think it's a big hot topic because there's just this underlying problem of people don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. Like in general, like, yeah, it's not normal to know who you are nowadays. It's not normal to be grounded in your identity. And because of that, I feel like it just like completely throws everything off. Like when you don't know who you are, when you don't know your value, when you don't know that God has made you and he's called you with a purpose, when you don't know that you have purpose, when you don't know that you were designed and carefully thought out and plan that you are supposed to be here Mm -hmm. i it gets so sketchy it gets so muddy oh yeah and then when you're grabbing on straws of oh i i am this or i am that or i am saying i am like transgender or i am this and like holding on to that as your identity and doing things from that or through that or just continuously going back to that i I almost it just makes me sad because I see how um, unfulfilling it is for people because no matter how much you identify with certain things like your occupation or 
your gender, whatever, no matter like what you identify as in that regard, it's going to come up short when you don't identify mm-hmm. as like who you are in Christ. Oh yeah. Well, you, know? you think of it like kind of how you said just a little bit ago, like, you know, like you could be very successful. Like you could be doing everything you dreamed of, mm-hmm. but you still have this like feeling of being lost. Yeah. And it's because you, you're not identifying in God as a child of God. Mm-hmm we all should be yeah and that's that missing light in your life yeah that missing purpose yes and 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 kind of like how in the beginning i said i kind of get into that later i feel like that's how i was going through for a while i was trying to find my identity i literally like gave myself that play and was like hey i need to find my identity i need to find out who i am Mm -hmm. where i was kind of in the right and wrong because i never even thought of Oh, my identity is I'm a child of God. I was looking, okay, well, I've always felt the purpose of being a mom. Obviously, I'll be that one day. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, until then, what am I? Am I nothing? And (laughs) and I'm like, no, that's just not right. But then, like, as I got closer to God, I'm like, oh, I found my identity. I'm a child of God. Yeah. So I kind of was going in the right direction, but kind of going the wrong way. (laughs) And God just said, here, let me take the wheel. I'll take you back over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. And it's such a hard thing to identity is very dis- difficult, I feel, for a lot of people to connect because you have to believe it too. Mm-hmm. Like when you um tap into your identity as a believer or follower in Christ, um you don't just all of a sudden have all the right answers and feel oh my gosh, I'm 100% fulfilled and I have myself, like, like you said, like you, I mean, you've been a Christian, you've accepted Christ a long time ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But you went through this phase of like, okay, well, I'm identifying how I'm going to be a mom, but like, what am I until then? Like, who yeah. am I until then? Um, and I feel like we base a lot of things out of who we feel we are, who we think that we are. Um, and I honestly, I think there's a difference between, um, our identity like what and who we are and also our personality and Mm -hmm. like how we're wired and whatnot like our identity I feel like is different than our makeup does that make sense yeah like we can be made up of different things like um different like personality tendencies Mm -hmm. like I'm a talker I really like talking I'm a very social social butterfly I can walk up to any stranger I could strike a conversation with you that's just like a part of my personality you know um, but I don't necessarily identify myself. I I don't identify like, oh, I am the social butterfly, you know, because if I were to just base everything out of, oh, I'm a social butterfly, things would fall short, you know, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't be able to be quiet in times or, you know, like right. everything is held up in a certain light. And unless you're holding up your identity in Christ everything else is eventually going to fall short in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't, nothing else covers every single area of your life. Like you said, Mm -hmm. of being a mom, what am I until then? You know, like everything has a season and a time. And even if you're identifying as like with your job, like, Oh, I'm a nurse. Well, what are you until you're a nurse? And then what are you when you lose your job and you're no longer a nurse? Like that's also, I think a reason why people go through such a big depression um, if they do lose their job or they mm-hmm. unexpectedly like their life takes a turn and they kind of lose themselves, quote unquote, because they have lost what they have identified with for so long. 
Yeah. Um, and it's it's sad, you know. So moving in from what like identifying with something and identity, moving into okay, how do we lo- unlock our true identity? Point number three is unlocking your true identity. So Desiree, if I were to ask you, who are you? Um, what would you say? <laughs> I did it again. I'm mixing up uh, <laughs> my points. I'm kind of smashing oh, them good. together. It all works. But now I would say, together. if anybody asked me who I am, I'm a child of God. Yeah. But obviously, yeah, there's still going to be the the human tendency to, oh, I'm this, I'm that. Like I do this. Yeah. I work here. But overall, the overall answer is I'm a child of God. I'm a daughter of God. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly how you like living by that has brought so much like peace yeah like and and i was kind of explaining this to adam yeah a couple days ago i was like it is so surreal of how at peace i am in this season we are in Mm -hmm. because any other person that is not like identifying as a child of god and really trusting in their father heavenly father Mm -hmm. uh this season would absolutely destroy them yeah. Like I've seen people. Oh, you're going through crap 100%. Yeah. I've seen people in the season I'm in that are just like, and yes, there's some people that are, they're having it worse. Like there's all different. There's always somebody having it yeah. worse than you. There, there's and... so many different storms, but like in the storm that I'm in now, I most people would look at me and be like, why are you not like curled up at a ball on the floor, weeping your eyes out? And mm-hmm. like, how are you still like going around happy and Mm-hmm. it's because of God. Yeah. Like that literally that's the only way I'm able to get through this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, and you believe as a daughter, as a child of God, that you have purpose, that yep. he has called you, that he needs you in order to show his love mm-hmm. to the rest of the world. Like in order to spread his joy, his love, Oh yeah, the knowledge of him. Like, and we know that that's ultimately our purpose that's rooted out of our identity of, being a child of God. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so who good. are you, Katrina? <laughs> uh, that's, that's a good, good one there. Oh, hey, I'm a child you asked of me. God. I got to ask you. <laughs> no, and it's funny because I feel like if somebody would just point blank come up to me and ask me, oh, hey, who are you? I'd be like, oh, hi, um, I am Katrina Brothers. Nice to meet you. Um, I am a wife. I'm pregnant gonna be a mom here in like uh almost six months now I'm like um (laughs) I am I teach group fitness I am like yeah I almost like just immediately go to all my roles yeah rather than which is a normal which is so normal and I almost like think about it I'm like you know like how often do I focus on these roles and trying to be these roles Mm -hmm. rather than trying to step into I'm a daughter of the king see and i think that's okay to start going through your roles because that's a piece of you yeah but also to remember your overall role is to be a daughter of god like yeah yeah, obviously everybody walks up to you asking you who you are you're not just gonna keep repeating i'm a child i'm a child of god you know jesus uh, yeah you live on my bible and like because that's the overall of you but okay let's get into the nitty-gritty like yes what what else about you like it also helps us relate with people because yeah honestly like in order to build relationship with people or in order to engage with people um if you just flat out say if somebody comes up to you and says who are you they're not necessarily looking for what is your personal 
purpose in life what <laughs> right. have you discovered as your <laughs> self-discovery journey what is yeah. your answer who are you like i don't think they mean it that deep. no i kind of think people are like oh what do you do for a living they're like, looking for tell me said, about to relate they're looking for something to re- relate yes, with you. relate to so yep. if you just drop the bomb of i'm a child of god <laughs> you know jesus like i don't necessarily think that's the way to go about yeah. it <laughs> but i do think that we need to recognize and we need to remember many times to ourselves and our own thoughts and our own minds like hey it's okay i am i am doing these things god has called me to do these things and i'm walking them out yes god has called me to be a wife god has called me to be a mom god has called me to teach group fitness for this time yeah. that I, you know like and i'm walking that out and that's good but ultimately i'm doing all of this because he's my father mm-hmm. you know like i'm yeah. doing all of this because i'm listening to him and what he's called me to and i can rest and have peace in the fact knowing that i am walking in my purpose that he has given me purpose because i am chosen in him yep. as a child um, of god we're obeying what our father calls us to do yes and then my other point within this point um talking about unlocking your true identity i feel like a question that is almost posed and also something that like just comes to my head is like okay well what even determines your identity like who am i to say my identity is i am a child of god like who are you to say this is my identity mm-hmm. more than the next person. Like what, mm-hmm. what makes that quote unquote the right answer rather than somebody else saying, well, you claim that's your identity, but I claim my identity is this. Like my identity is that I'm a mom. It's everything. And through me, what I'm doing, everything I do, like, you know, I feel like people could say that. And the answer I really feel like the Lord put on my heart was just, um, our identity comes from the creator. When you create something, you have the right to identify what you've created. Mm-hmm. When you, growing up in art class or whatever, if you paint a painting, you're the one who gets to name your painting. Mm-hmm. You know, if you create a little, like, is it Toy Story when that little girl creates like the little spoon guy and is like, it's like oh, Mr. Yeah. Spoon Man or yeah. something like that. And that's his name because she created him and she named him mm-hmm. this. Like you are created and named and given identity by your creator so inherently then us being created by god he's the one who has the right to name us and give us our identity yeah and our identity is through him you know well well it's like you think about it when did you decide to identify as a child of god when god told you you were a child of god like because that I honestly, like, growing up, I didn't really think of, like, oh, I'm a child of God. Mm-hmm. But as I got closer to God and oh, got more you, like, into finally his, got through to you. I started getting thing. into his word. I started hearing him. And it's like, oh, I, I am a child of God. Like, yeah. I never thought of that before. Like, he, growing up, you're like, oh, I'm my parents' child, which you are. Yeah. But they are also children of God. Yeah. Like, so it, it's god is just mind-blowing <laughs> every which way he's gonna blow your mind <laughs> yeah right right i love it yeah it's it's nuts to think about it. it truly is and it's i even i was reading today um i don't know if it was in philemon or hebrews one of those two i think it was in hebrews anyway and it was talking no maybe in, anyway either one it was it's either in the end of flight Philemon. <laughs> we're getting there anyway it was either in philemon or hebrews and it was talking about how god sent jesus to be the leader of his brothers and sisters of all the children of god actually 
I'm going to pull it up. Um, <laughs> let me pull it up. Do, 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 more talk. Okay. Um, it's Hebrews 2, 10. God, for, for whom and through whom everything was made, chose to bring many children into glory. And it was only right that he should make Jesus, through his suffering, a perfect leader fit to bring them into their salvation. And so I think it's so cool of the way that he worded that, talking about us being his children, God for whom and through whom everything was made, he chose to bring many children into glory. Like he mm-hmm. identifies us as his children. Yep. And he identifies Jesus as the perfect leader for us, for his children. Yep. Like like that was just so cool to me. Um, but it's interesting how when God like references us or talks to us, it's like, we're his people, we're his children, we're mm-hmm. his, yep. you know, like we're his chosen. Like he identifies us like that, you know, and it's so fun to just really like root yourself in that. When you root yourself in that, like there's just so much freedom there, you know, mm-hmm. like you just have yep. such such an anchor no matter what you go through in life. Like you're saying the journey that you're going through right now, like it's really tough and <laughs> I can't even imagine what you're going like. I've never been through what you're going through. Um, and I can't imagine how you're feeling, but like, despite your feelings, because you're so rooted and grounded in your identity and who you are in God and you know who you are, um, it gives you this like anchor and this security mm-hmm. to your purpose yep. and what you're called to do. And so you are not swayed by the feelings and the waves of distress that come mm-hmm. um, because you're rooted in who you know you are in Christ. Right. You know, so that kind of blends right into our next point. Point number four, (laughs) the impact of identity on our lives. That did kind of go right into it. I know. I didn't even mean to. (laughs) But, you know, I don't know why that was a joke one. I I have like, I just need like a sound effect board over here. Like, I I feel like that one was like a da 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 da. I don't know. (laughs) Wait, budget. When the budget comes in. <laughs> when, the budget, when the budget comes in, we're going to soundboard. Cracks me up. No, I need my own personal soundboard, though, of, like, my own voice making these noises. Like, Oh, there you I go. Yeah, the you Katrina just go through and record. Dun, dun, dun. And, yeah, and I need the <laughs> Katrina, like, um, hold while I pull up the verse music. Like, you know. Like, I love it. <laughs> like, scat vibes versus, like, techno rap vibes. Like, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Moving into four, the oh impact goodness. of our identity on our lives. So one of my my first point I said is a lot of decisions we make are sometimes based on, well, that's definitely something I would do or based out of our identity. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we kind of look at like who we are and we look at things that come up in life and we're like, well, I'm going to do this because that's what I do yeah you know I don't know like that's that's who I am that's something I would say Uh that's something I would do oh that does sound like something I would like you know like we agree to things or do things based out of who we presume we are Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah okay am I like up in cloud whatever and like in my off in my own world (laughs) no I get it (laughs) (laughs) you get it good we're tracking we're tracking together um and so Going off of that, so making like decisions based out of who we think we are, what you believe about yourself is reflected in all aspects of your life. 
And sometimes how we identify other people can be reflected in our assumptions of them. Mm-hmm. And so I think we can assume that like we're not strong enough for something. Yeah. Or we assume that we're lacking in this area or that we're great in this area. So and our assumptions almost determine um, or they are reflected in areas of our life. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at yourself and you say, I'm not good at this. What are the chances of you agreeing to do that thing? Right. You know, like, well, it kind of goes back into, I think it was the last episode we said it, like you, you speak things into existence. Like your words have power. If you say that you're not good at something or you can't do something, you're not going to be able to do it because it, 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 it's power over your mind Mm -hmm. and your mind is a powerful thing. So if you're speaking that you can't do something, well, then you're not going to have the confidence to try it. Yeah. And if you do have enough to try it, but you already are believing that you can't do it, yeah, there's a good chance that you're not going to be able to do it because you're not putting yourself 100% in yeah. to that thing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if we break it down and we think about it, if we truly believe that we're children of God, if we truly believe that our identity is with Christ, that the old creation has passed away, behold, the new has come. If we really believe that we have died to ourselves and we have been raised up with Christ and we are now one with him, in all reality then, we are capable of anything. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you're really holding on to that and you're really identifying as a brother or sister of Christ, as a fellow heir to the throne, then you really get this almost like fearless perspective Mm -hmm. of, you know, like, I can do this. I can do that. And I think we don't even realize how much our identity impacts our lives. We don't realize how many decisions we make based off of what we think we can and we can't do. Oh, yeah. Based off of what we think we can or are not capable of something. Mm -hmm. We are or are not capable. And it's nuts because, honestly, if we really, really get into this whole, okay, you are one with God, like you are abiding with Christ now, now that you have died to yourself, now that you have accepted the Lord, the Holy Spirit is now in you and you get to be abiding in him and him and you. And because of that, it's like nutso because now anything is possible, you know, anything oh, yeah. is possible. You can do anything. It doesn't matter if that's not a part of your personality. It doesn't matter if you like ultimately like God can equip you and do anything through you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what what your occupation is or Absolutely. what this, it doesn't matter what your fear has been your whole life. Like God can overcome that fear, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. Oh man. <laughs> so going in nice exclamation to that whole spiel. Point number five, you are a son or daughter of the King. So walk in triumphal procession, procession, knowing who you are in Christ. Such a good statement. <sighs> I love it. I kind of <laughs> got a little bit of inspiration there from uh, 2 Corinthians. I believe it's 2 Corinthians 2.14. All right. Play the music. Oh, yes. Got it. 2 Corinthians 2.14. But thank God he has made us in his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal procession. Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Yes. So 
I don't know. I love the image of triumphal procession. Every single time we talk about this, like I'm just like, <laughs> yes, in triumph. Triumph is such a good word. It is. Ugh. It's such a strong word. Yes, it is. I love it. So going off of that, you are a prince or a princess. You are royalty and your kingdom is the kingdom of heaven. The value, the value you hold is eternal. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. You're a princess or a prince. You're a prince or a princess. I always wanted to be a princess. <laughs> I, you are. You are I one. Am one. Da, da, da. I am a princess. Your kingdom? Kingdom of heaven. You are an heir to the throne and the value you hold is eternal. Don't forget that. You are not defined by your occupation. You are not identified by what you do in this life. Your identity is in Christ. Your identity is the fact that you are an heir you're an heir. You are royalty. Like, <laughs> live as though you are royalty. So, live out your eternal value, not out of temporary titles. When you are faced with decisions, think of them in light of being a daughter or son of the king. How would I handle this? I heard this one time. Um, I think it was it was another podcast. I forget which one and who was speaking, but they were talking about financial stuff. And one of the things that she was talking about was. If you approached your finances and approached uh, the decisions you make with your money, if you remember that you are like a daughter of the king, like you're a princess or a prince or whatever, if your dad owns all the money and owns everything, would you go about your financial decisions in a different way? Like, it just like kind of blows my mind. Cause, like if you think as if you are rich because you are, uh-huh. like it doesn't seem like it. You look at your bank account, you say... Katrina, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not rich over here. No way you're rich. (laughs) But your God is in control of all of that, you know? And he provides, and he will give you exactly what you need when you need it. Uh And it blows my mind. But it was just a huge perspective of, like, if would you approach your finances differently if you thought of it in light of the fact that your dad owns all the money? Mm -hmm. You know? Right, yeah. I don't know. Like, that, that blew me away. So... Just in all areas of life, in finances, in your everyday interactions with people, um, just remembering that you are you have just this such eternal value and you're an heir, you know, you just mm-hmm. you have so much purpose and so much value and we forget it and then we spend all of our lives trying to get value and purpose out of other things that will not fulfill it and will not live up the way that this will you know yeah so in a practical sense because this is all very deep and spiritual and stuff um i just think we just need this reminder that you're a daughter or a son of the king Mm -hmm. like there's so many ways that you can word it like i'm a child of god i am a daughter of the king i am an heir to the throne yeah i belong to the kingdom of heaven like i encourage you not a notebook oh we're getting fancy this time Grab out some sticky notes. Oh. Love me some good sticky notes. And just write down some of the titles, some of the titles that hold so much power. Um, even just like walk in triumph, like little notes for yourself that just remind you of who you are in Christ and encourage you to live your life out um, in a powerful way, remembering who you are, um, walking in that triumphal procession, you know. So I encourage you, grab some sticky notes. Your girl loves a good sticky note. Uh, and then just put them like throughout your house in your car if you want at your workplace wherever and just it's just so good to continuously 
remember and remind yourself who you are Mm -hmm. you know i love me some good sticky notes as well right (laughs) right ah so good so good identity man you feel you feeling solid with who you are now? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know. I don't. Just... I don't feel like I'm searching anymore. Yeah, <laughs> same. That's after this conversation. Even I'm just like even more encouraged because I just feel like we just need this reminder all the time of like who we are because we can so often drift away and start identifying oh, yeah. and making the decisions based out of our circumstance mm-hmm. rather our oh yeah hundred percent eternal purpose yeah yep. so. It's just so good to be reminded that. And it's just so heartwarming to think, like, you're royalty. We're royalty <laughs> up in here. Reminds me of that. Never be royal. Oh, royals. Adam loves Lord. Really? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> he, he played that song so much when it Except came out. Except we are royals. We are. Because what that chorus is, we'll never be royals. Yeah. We're always we, royals. We are royals. <laughs> yes, we are royals. I love it. All right. Well, that was a good one. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, Hope you enjoyed. Hope you are feeling encouraged by this. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. We're praying for you. Have a great, great week. And we will see you next Tuesday. Bye.